You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Happy October, everyone. Or if you're old enough to remember a rock and roll, happy Rocktober, as the DJs used to say when radio mattered. Or if you're old enough to remember porno, happy Cocktober. What's happening in the news as we enter Rocktober 2014? ISIS is a major problem and a major threat to this and other countries. Apparently, the White House is easy to break into. And a beheading in Oklahoma doesn't seem to make a difference because the cover of the New York Post all this week has been George Clooney's wedding. No one cares that the baseball playoffs are beginning or that my Huff Post article on the mysteries of Laura has enraged thousands of housewives. It's all about Oscar de la Renta and how Amal looks in her dress. George Clooney, a bachelor no more. Why would New York City care about anything else? Well, don't worry. We're not all about George Clooney. We're about the important things that matter. Our Week 2 football pool winner hosting Saturday Night Live this week. And Roller Derby. Yes, Roller Derby. We'll be talking about Roller Derby tonight because if the New York Post refuses to be in the moment, we will. It's a hot show this week. It's the first week of October edition of The Spread with Dave Juskow. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to our fifth show, I think it is, the uh, spread with Dave Juskow and our usual cast of characters with us. Please welcome to my left, Mr. Jack Pesson, everybody. Mr. Juskow, as always, lovely to see you, sir. Nice to see you, too. I think it's been an actual week this time. We it didn't has do anything been a week. week. Yeah. And we also have a special guest. Uh, we're going to spend more time with her, but I will introduce her since she's sitting here because it's ridiculous to just you know have her hanging around and not introduce her. Please welcome uh, Kim Predham. I always have trouble pronouncing your name last name because you changed it. I know, I know. Nice to see you too, Dave. Kim Predham is a legendary roller derby girl. So, no. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've been. Uh, I have uh, uh, my uh, my what do you call it? Moonlighting job is announcing the roller derby. Mm. And uh, Kim was the one who uh, got me involved with it. And uh, now I do it every uh, every other month at the home in down, beautiful downtown Aberdeen, New Jersey. Except this month, you're not going to be here Saturday. Because you decided to yeah. schedule it on Yom Kippur, you anti-Semite. <laughs> Are there no Jews in this league? What's no, happening? there's no Jews. What kind of question? Of course there's no <laughs> Jews in roller derby. That's the stupidest question I've ever heard. I mean, seriously, Kim, I know I'm the first Jew you ever met, but do you, and, and that's an unbelievable because she went to NYU. Um, but, NYU? Um, she never met a Jew? Can you imagine? But I, she's curious about Jews. Like that's like When I first met her, I Who's not? dated her sister-in-law, and she was very curious. Now, you're a Jew. Let me ask you a question, and uh, you know that kind of stuff. So, yeah, clearly uh, never met a Jew. As a Jewish man. Clearly not. <laughs> and um, as a ginger, uh, <laughs> Kimmy... Uh, no, thank you for being here, and we're going to talk uh, more about the roller derby in a second. But, um, you know, Kim is also quite fascinating. She was my favorite out of the cast of characters. When You know, when you date somebody, you, uh, you have a cast of characters around for a period of time when you're dating somebody. Oh, of course. And certainly her ex-husband was a character. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, Kim, is that the word you would use to describe your ex-husband? 
I don't know if he listens. I think that's a polite word to use to describe. Well, listen, he might be on the show one day because he is in the football pool. And sometimes we have the winners on. You're in the football pool now. He is a character. I'll give him that. All right, yeah. there we go. Yeah, I think that was a very polite way of, uh, you know, putting That's a good way to put but it. But he's a character, and there's a bunch of characters. And, um, you know, Kim was uh, kind of the best kind of character, and uh, she was doing roller derby, which, of course, I was completely intrigued with, as anybody that's ever heard of it is intrigued, until you see it, and then you realize it's really kind of dull. <laughs> way to sell it. Thank you. <laughs> no, no. But the only reason I say that this time is because last time, when I was announcing the roller derby, this one, I like to call Lucille Ballbreaker. That's what her name should be, but there's some whore that uses the name and she's not allowed to use. You're raising your eyes as if that girl is going to be listening to this show. Um, you know how mad I get that you don't use the name Lucille Ballbreaker, which is maybe the finest besides pushy galore. That is amazing. Um, and so now she calls herself Infrared. Because of her right. red hair, which is fun. You know, they all have the most hilarious names. What are some of the... Is it Juicy McGillicuddy? Yeah, Juicy McGillicuddy. Pushy Galore. Hers is amazing. Uh, Susie Hot Rod. She's awesome. Um, who else do we have? Killer Tofu, who's not with us anymore. She left. What? Oh, the poor well, girl. she left for me. Oh, she left. I'm sorry. Dead. I thought she passed away. <laughs> She's big enough that she could pass away. I'm just saying. It could be one, you know, corned beef is sandwich. That like a, is that like a lineman in a... Well, she derby? always wins best blocker, you know, because... Yeah, that's because she's amazing. Yeah. You know, the size is good for something, yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, don't knock her. And Kim is like so. really petite and small. So watching her, you know, do well is really funny because, uh, you know, she is probably the smallest one, one of the smallest ones on the team in a way when you think Pretty of the Derby girls. Probably, yeah. But last mm -hmm. time, as a smaller ago, girl in the competition, what's your what, what's your role? Are you a speed demon? What do you yeah. have to do? Okay. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, I'm just that's the only thing I can rely on. Really. Weaving I'm in and out. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. And last time she killed it. It was amazing. It was the most exciting derby I've ever been involved with. She was amazing. She was scoring crazy points. And I don't even know how you score points in roller derby. That's why it was so amazing because she was just going around beating everybody and the whole place was going infrared, infrared. I mean, it was really exciting, was right? awesome, yeah. That was like the best time mm -hmm. I've ever had at the roller derby because it finally was fun to announce. Mm -hmm. You know, and we, and you and I have talked about this before, we thought your league was falling apart because everybody was leaving and, you know, it's a bunch of, a lot of zeros in there, but that turned out to be, like you said, good. Yeah, I, I think it was good. You know, I, my philosophy on it is the people who cared stayed and right. we got stronger. Yeah, so. you definitely did. It was really exciting. I mean, you had to see her going around and just beating up the other girls and smiling the whole way. It was fascinating. We're all, you know, Loved saying it. infrared. And it was, you know, we're announcing it and she's just smiling and being like, you know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a great night and it was really exciting because a lot of times it's just, um, you know, they lose a lot. So <laughs> there's not a lot to root for. But um, are they like, better. Are you? Yeah, you're getting much better. It was yeah. great last week. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was amazing. Maybe you see this Saturday. Well, you're not going to see a Saturday, but I think we're going to kill it. That's because you hate Jews. It's not a big right, deal. Don't right. worry about That's it. That's true. That's true. But. but the also thing about Kim is what I was trying to say is that um, she's really cool because she also writes for, well, you used to write for the Asbury Park. Uh, Asbury Park Press. Press, right. And now you work for the Bergen Record. Record. Yeah, yeah, which is a, you know, a really hot, uh, intelligent paper. I heard you on... Uh, all Things Considered, was it? Or Fresh um, fresh Air? I think it was on All Things Considered, yeah, and Brian Lehrer. 
Yeah. Yeah. Brian Lehrer. I mean, it was like, you know, Look it was amazing because uh, she comes on. She sounds like she's twelve. You know, but but <laughs> then she's true. but she's you know giving commentary on the council meeting in Inglewood Cliffs because they're they're building a structure that's going to you know ruin the skyline. And she goes, "Let me tell you something, Brian. You know, like it's, she's giving the hard nosed reporter. She's a hard nosed reporter. It's it's fascinating. She's she's so tiny and and petite and really pretty." And she really is a hard-nosed, byline front-page reporter. And she was nervous about getting here today because she was doing a front-page article. Which got killed, so I'm, I'm very sorry. sad. Yeah. Oh, that is a bummer. But it's it impressive, is. right? We don't know a lot of hard-nosed reporters. You used it's to work true. for the New York I Post. I did. I used to be a reporter back oh, yeah? in the day. Yes, I did, at the rough-and-tumble New York Post. I was there for the Rupert Murdoch takeover. Wow. Yeah. And it still is the manliest of all journalistic you know, professions, I think. And I say that, you know, because I think you're, mm-hmm. you know, I can't he think of a better word. Manly, manly is what exactly. That's what he was going with. But it is. But it is like I think she's manly in a way. I mean, she's obviously really pretty. So it's like I don't, you know, think that. Do you mean manly? Like if like there was something wrong, you might, you might ask her for help. She wouldn't ask you for yeah, help. Yeah, no, I absolutely would. You know, she's a she. The, when I first started with the roller derby, she was going through a tough time because the chief of police wanted her dead. Mm. <laughs> this something. is true. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> she's actually. badass. I'm telling you, it might still like be Copeland. true. <laughs> yeah, she because she was doing a, it was like Fletch. She was doing like a piece on the corruption <laughs> in the police department. She goes, hey, "Listen, you, I've had just about enough of you, Paul Breaker. <laughs> Paul Breaker. That's what I'll call myself in the roller derby." Then it became like Serpico, and she disappeared yeah. into the roller derby fog. <laughs> yeah. And then she had to switch papers and towns. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she Next is up, uh, day. really cool, and it makes a lot of sense that somebody like that would uh, take out their aggression on roller derby. Yeah, very much. But I do like all the girls there, and it's always really fun, and we always have a good time, and we always party afterwards. These, you know, these girls like to party. I would imagine. So afterwards, there's a big drinking party after, and then we usually go to another place. I can only picture like rollerball or 70s style roller derby. That's well, they like do. what I'm envisioning. I know, that's what everybody thinks. Yeah. Well, what Everybody's is it? like, have you ever seen like the Bronx City Bombers or whatever that <laughs> movie was? I'm like, no, never seen it. <laughs> you know, I want to get the more publicity. That's why I wanted to have yeah. her on today because she's got the bout on Saturday, October 4th. Yom Kippur. Um, but it's okay. Again, there's not even a Jew that shows up for the thing. It's not like there's no Jews in the I'm is. the only Jew. That's actually. I'm Are you sorry, sure? I don't because mean to interrupt you. No, there actually is. I have a Jewish friend who's very offended by you. Oh, is that right? Look at this. <laughs> he went home, posted on Facebook, like I don't know who that announcer was, but he was saying these things about Jews and. I was like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> what was I saying? What, what could I have I offended him oh with? God. I just said it was Rosh Hashanah. And, uh, he probably thinks you're like a Jersey Italian making like anti-Semitic <laughs> Oh, he probably yeah, doesn't know probably. I'm Jewish, you're yeah. saying. Probably not. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I just assumed everybody kind of I mean, of if, knew, he, if uh, he looked at you, I mean, <laughs> right, right. forget it. But. Well, he did. You said he was there, right? Uh, yeah, well, this guy I don't sounds know. pretty uptight. Well, I think I was acknowledging the new year at the last minute. I'm like, Happy New Year, everybody. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, it's Rosh Hashanah. You got insulted by that. We got a major problem. If he got insulted by that, he would not have liked me blowing the show for the Meadowlands the other day, which, uh, you know, did I send you that clip finally? Yes, you did. Yeah, and the Giants won thanks to my rally cry of the show. A little tequila and a little tequila gadola. (laughs) So I'm just saying. You're welcome, America. I'll let him know. I'll let him know. Yeah. Listen, I don't like that kid. What's his name? I'm not What's his name? You. Tell me his name. I'll tell you up there. What, what's his name? <laughs> it's uh, Waltz. Waltz. Uh, he won't go, give uh, me the part in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you're going to give him you're the gonna, part listen, in this picture. Listen, you look horrible. Get something to eat. 
in a week or so, this guy Waltz will uh, give you the part in the movie. This is no good. It starts shooting tomorrow. Ready? Listen, relax. I'm gonna get to the point. I'm gonna make an offer. Can Stay dead, Brando. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, now listen. I just want to talk about this week and with uh, football and everything. Now again, Kim is in the pool. She did okay this week. You did seven and five. You did good. It was all right. I'm glad. I'm like that. You're making your picks, Jack. How did you do this week? I went seven and five too. Actually, I did really well. I was in contention for winning the whole thing. I bet Kansas City. And uh, I just lost on the one more touchdown. Ruined it for me. I could have won the, the pool this week. Who uh, Sherrod Small's manager won the pool this week. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, that's why there's a picture of... It looks that's like, a, a picture <laughs> of Sherrod up there, yeah. And I'm like, uh, you know, he should probably know his manager won the pool. He's like, he's got money. <laughs> but... Uh, he can smell it. Yeah, he it won by, by a touchdown. You know, I mean, I really did oh, so doing so well in the pool. There was a bullshit touchdown at the end of the I, first I know half. a bullshit touchdown by the Patriots, and I yeah. would have won. I hit the number exactly. I mean, I really had a good week. Um, but, of course, the most important part that we need to talk about now last week if you do listen to the show my friend irene was here the beautiful irene the pendulum and the pendulum and she did her pendulum pick do you know anything about this kim what i'm talking about this girl has a pendulum and she makes football picks with it It it's just a swinging little bullet size pendulum she was here live and did it right in front of us and she picked the cowboys to beat the saints which was an underdog pick. You're, yes. you're talking about beating the high-flying New Orleans Saints. And I was just going to say, you know, just a little reminder of how she does it. She kind of was talking to the pendulum and kind of, you know, uh, gave it some vibes. Uh, last week's pick was uh, Dallas and New right. Orleans. When it goes to Dallas, it goes clockwise for Dallas and counterclockwise for New Orleans. That's uh-huh. And the clockwise means it's a good thing, and the counterclockwise means it's not going to be a good it, Sunday for that team. It was that what that means? Oh, <laughs> yes. I, you know, sometimes I was just looking at her boobs, so because um, that's why I was going to put you over there. But Anyway, um, <laughs> she understands how it is. Not Kim, but Irene. Kim is an actor. I think any woman near you understands how it is. You would think that, right? But why do I keep getting suspended from my job all the time for sexual harassment? Horrible. I got suspended from my job one time because I told this girl I was going to stop by her house over the weekend. But I did it like this. Hey, listen, we're over on the Upper West Side over there. I'm going to ride my bike around your house. And she went to tell the managing partner, he's going to ride his bike around my house. And and the managing partner's like, he's kidding. He says that to everybody. He said it to me last week. We're over there on the Upper West Side, right? I'm going to hang around. If you come outside, you come outside. We'll say hello. David Guy, you better be quiet. Yeah, I know. So uh, that's what I do. I annoy people. But anyway, the... Um, Most people find you annoying and not perverted, so I'd say you're winning that battle. See? That, Thank you, you're, Jack. You're spoken as a man. You, I don't think you've Yeah, no, like her entire team thinks I'm an idiot. Yeah, they hate me. Well, they don't hate me. I mean, so, but some you. of them do not. I don't know if they would be like in a room it. alone with you, but they don't Dave hate met you. teachers that would be in a room alone with him. That was actually a surprising thing for him. Are you sure? Hmm. Yes. I still, uh, that's up in the air for me. Oh, you mean that because we did it that time, <laughs> but we weren't alone one on one. I don't think they would do that. Everyone loves you. All right. Thank you You're for America's saying that. You're America's sweetheart. See? You see, Kim? Would you tell your team that, please? Will you tell the Red Bank Roller Vixens that, you know, I'm okay? That's a pretty badass they, name. It is a badass name. No, I'm saying they like you. They like you. I just, you know. They think you're crazy. No, I don't right. know. What do you right. Mean? That's just what I was trying it, to Kim. say. Thank say you, it. <laughs> I am crazy. That's not what he said. No, anyway, I, let me just get back to this really quick to the pendulum pick because I just want to say 
She picked the Cowboys last week. They annihilated the Saints. I mean, it was unbelievable. I was out mm. to dinner. You texted me in the middle of this game. Third quarter. I was trying not to involve myself. I can't let it obsess me. <laughs> Third quarter, the score is 31-3 to Cowboys. I mean, that's insane. That should never have happened. It's wow. the New Orleans Saints. All they do is score points. The I, I wrote a piece again for the Huffington Post this week. Good piece this uh, week. For uh, about the pendulum and, and mystic, mysticism and magic and... You know, I just said that the Cowboys always get the, – the Saints never get blown out and the Cowboys never blow out anybody. Right. So this was a miracle. I mean, really amazing, especially since she, you know, foresaw it. Now, this week I had trouble making a pick because there weren't a lot of – I try to make – you know, I give her a, a suggestion of which team to do. Mm-hmm. And there weren't a lot – I try to do a very low spreads because I don't want it to be just about the spread. But still, even if you're picking a 50-50 game and she's been right four times, you know, and she's 100%, I won $500 on that. I went the whole way. I'm up 1600 for the week for the year – or I'm up 600 now. You know, I started with $1,000. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I kept breaking even, breaking even last week. I just went for it because I'm like, she's right all the time. I'm doing it again this week with her pick. But I tried to pick. I had some really good ones. Now, she I did thought, pick with the spread last week a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, well, three it was because they were plus three. So it didn't matter because... Oh, she t- okay, she took a right. plus three last week. So an interesting one I was going to take maybe was uh, ten, uh, Indianapolis and Baltimore. I was thinking about that because Indianapolis mm-hmm. was favored by three and a half. And that's an interesting one that could really go either way. In Indy? In Indianapolis, yes. Okay. Uh, but I couldn't stop looking at the Sunday night game because after New England got spanked, the spread went down. It is pretty much a pick em at this point. So I went with the Cincinnati, the undefeated Cincinnati Bengals and the 2-2 two and two who got spanked coming off the worst loss maybe ever in their franchise, New England Patriots. At and least she gave me the pick today. And, oh, we got a pick. We yes. got a pick in. The pendulum pick. This week is the New England Patriots. Hey, now. Now, that's it might not seem like a... Or, but if you're taking the New England Patriots off this loss and you're going against an undefeated Cincinnati Bengals team, that's a controversial pick. I was actually making the Cincinnati Bengals my key pick before I heard from her today, and I completely changed it. How am I not going to make that the key pick? That's now, fair. of course, New England could win. I mean, they, you know, he's still Tom Brady and there's still New England, but... I mean, if she goes five and zero, oh, I mean, it, it's ama- It's still, it's amazing. She's amazing. I wonder if, as soon as she started, if she put real money on it, I wonder if the magic would dissipate. Well, that's mm. you know what I I was afraid to raise my bet, as you know, and I'm like, you know, screw it, I'm going to do it, and I put in the five hundred bucks. I lost my three team parlay as usual. I keep losing. I you are the Falcons. Not, you are not killing that. I keep getting right two now. out of three, um, but you know who cares? The pendulum pick keeps getting me out of trouble. And uh, the Falcons really screwed me. Now, ironically, though, I won the six, the five-team tees that spelled out Irene. Get out of here. It came in. Get out of here. I told you it was related with one push, but in this thing, ties push. In my right, thing right, where right, you right. get 10 points, it's a tease. You, mm-hmm. get ten, you add 10 points onto the spread. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, if you want to know what Dave's talking about, go to www.davejuskow.blogspot.com. That's right. So, I, yeah, I had the uh, Iowa, and they came in. Rutgers, unbelievable, uh, you know, Big came win. in. And uh, the Boston College was the one I, I pushed on against Colorado State. The Nebraska killed Illinois, and Michigan State was minus 20. I think they won 72 to 3 or something <laughs> like that. So that was amazing. This week... Because Kim is here, I spelled out the word, 
Are we keeping you up, Kim? <laughs> Anti-Semite. She did come all the way from New Jersey. I did. Yeah, we spelled that anti No, we spelled that. I spelled out Vixens. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So right. I have... Um, what, does I, Xavier have a uh, team now? That was a tough one. <laughs> if it was basketball, that would have been totally my pick. So I had to, I had to be a little creative. So I picked the Idaho Vandals. Okay. Well, they're good against Texas State, plus 24 and a half. How am I going to lose that one? It's a sure thing. Um, Kim, your thoughts? <laughs> I hope he's right. <laughs> the Iowa Cyclones plus 27 and a half. And then for the X, I just went for um, anything, just the funniest one I could come up with, and that's the Akron Zips. <laughs> oh, did you just make it? So are you just... You're, I use the X as the extra as the or whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, I just <laughs> took any... I was like, I'll just put any team in there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't find anything X. I could have made it Texas or Mexico or New Mexico or something. But I you just would have been decided. reaching there, Jesco. Yeah, so I just decided to go with that. I went with the Northwestern for Evanston for the E because I'm <laughs> sick of just coming up with the E all the time. I'm going to start making you pick like D3 games. The Nebraska Cornhuskers and, of course, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights against Michigan. This is a huge test this week. They're plus seven in mine. Uh, I guess they're... Minus no, they can't. Oh, maybe they might be minus because Michigan's a mess. Where's that? The Big House or uh, no? It's here. in here. And, oh, yeah. I mean, they haven't played on the road yet. A Big Ten team. They've been playing all at home, so it's interesting. What is that like? Are they holding that together? Are they going to have some sort of horrible like uh, three week stretch in a couple of weeks? Rutgers. I guess so. I guess that's the the plan. But um, I don't know. Last night I also watched the baseball game. The uh, Kansas City. I DVR'd it and watched the whole thing. Oh, smart! Because it was a great game. These mm. one-in playoffs. You know what I'm talking about, Kim? They, you know, there's just one game. You're in, oh, okay. you're out. Mm-hmm. So that's always exciting because it's always you know you get two game sevens and two nights pretty much. Which is new. Second year they're doing it. Yeah, right. And it's great. Mm. And people really like it. And anybody who complains about it is kind of an idiot because it just it forces you to win your division and then you don't have to do that. So you know, tough luck. And the, that, the Pirates had a complete opportunity to avoid that by winning their division and they lost the last game of the season to the, the, to the Cincinnati Reds who aren't even in contention. Who are now, they're playing tonight. That's they're playing tonight, yeah. And San Francisco. Um, but Kansas City, going all the, they haven't won a, they haven't been in the playoffs in 29 years. They won, they won and they're going to play Anaheim wow. now. That was actually a hell of a 24 hours for those in the Kansas City area because the stadiums are across the street from each other. Yeah, one of the guys in the pool was going. Oh, get to, out of here. He went last night and that's the Kansas City Chiefs and then they go across the parking lot and they have the Royals. I mean, that's Kansas awesome. City, what's that all about? Not since the, the mafia left there. Not has since there been barbecue was invented. <laughs> I know. God, I'd like to go there. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think of that movie, um, the Midnight Room. Blindside, where that guy is, <laughs> where that guy is trying to convince the guy to come to Missouri. He goes, you like barbecue? I'm telling you, you go in any gas station, you are gonna have the best barbecue. Yeah, hey. And it's all, every time I go, I'm like, mm, barbecue. <laughs> Plus, that movie is just—it's it, a nightmare for me because then they also own all those Taco Bells. I'm like, mm, Taco Bell. <laughs> I really have a tough time watching that movie. I just get hungry all the time, and I know that's not the point of the movie. Plus, they also have an awesome Thanksgiving where they're just eating this huge feast too. So it's a huge eating movie for me. Do you have like word? Do you have like word association? Now? If you see like a large black offensive lineman, do you just get very hungry all of a sudden? I used to feel that way with the entire Ravens uh, <laughs> offensive line until Ray Rice ruined it for me, but. Now I don't want rice or anything anymore. Now I get very upset by it. How do you feel about the Ray Rice stuff? You love it, right? Oh, God. Don't even get me started. As a woman in a violent sport, that. how do you feel about Ray Rice? It's <laughs> an outstanding question he's given you. Hey, at least we keep it on the field, you know? 
Good answer. That's not true. I, I saw you hitting your boyfriend last week. You were just... You oh, know. he could take it, though. No, well, we're talking is. about, you know, yeah. If, if, Why do you like that same type of guy all the time? Those big, huge, you know, big... I don't even know. Is it muscles? I guess he's muscle. He is muscle. He's muscle. Ron yeah. was... Why do you like so these big guys with muscles? What, what is yeah, this? This yeah, is weird. What's, what's the attraction <laughs> with that? The big guns? I don't know, but it's I like she's know. got a type. I, it's I like, guess I do. So, yeah, I do. It's kind of funny. Everybody's got nice. a type, you know? What about, what do you explain? She, she, her boyfriend has got a friend who, is, he doesn't drink. No, And he I, brings I around a, a carton of milk. Yeah, he brings around, yeah, you heard me, right? He mm-hmm. brings around a jug of milk. I made a shocked face. To, to try and get laid. With his, this is am I that's the gayest lying or exaggerating? Line no, you're not exaggerating. Well, the funny thing is when you're listening to him it talk about it. It also sounds perverted. When you're listening to him talk about it, it makes perfect sense. And then when you see him actually doing it from the other side of the room, you're like, this guy's a complete idiot. <laughs> explain to me how he says it to you, because if you ever explain that to me, there's no way that it would make sense to me well, in he, my head. He yeah. brings cookies with him. So he offers the girls mm-hmm. cookies, and then he's like... You're describing a milk. child molester right now. <laughs> well, that's what, I, that's what it kind of seems like, yeah. yeah. You know, people Supposedly. make fun of me with my yeah. minivan, but this is worse, right? Yeah. The guy with the jug of milk is worse. Now what's it, now, so he's not a he, the guy doesn't drink. No, he just doesn't. It's not his. No, thing, he whatever. just doesn't drink at all except for milk. Yeah, and he, he actually his, drinks the milk though. He's he not does. just like he oh, drinks it from milk. the jug yeah. at the bar. But yeah. then he always has a spare container that he can for the ladies. Am How I, does he keep right? the milk cold? That's the no, ultimate question. No, that's an question. excellent question. He keeps it in his actually. ass. Actually, <laughs> there's a special. Uh, <laughs> hey, I drink lactate and I carry lactate around with me, and I'll tell you, it's only good for about twenty minutes. <coughs> Sorry. Listen, you. <laughs> anyway, was I talking about Adina Menzel yesterday? Okay. Adele Dazim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I did the Soul Cycle again Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I love having any th- any gay conversation with Dave turns into. So I was doing Soul Cycle Here, the other day. <laughs> Here's the worst part. Um, I've, this is my third time. Oh God. You know what that uh-huh. is, right? Is the, the yeah, bike? yeah, yeah kind of. So my friend is the instructor, mm-hmm. and she's really nice, and she mm-hmm. gets me in, you know, and uh, so this time now I'm getting so into it. Like, not into it, like, but after the thing, she's like, give yourself a hand, everybody. I'm like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> like, now I'm applauding. Like, before I was like, I'm too cool for this. I'm not going to give myself a hand. It's stupid. I'm going to be one of those people that's, you know, that's pushing it and be like, yeah, you go, girl. But now I am becoming that. But I started applauding. I'm like, yes, that was a workout. Yes. Oh, I feel good. Dave's got yeah. Lord and Cindy Lauper on the iPad pod. Oh, it's not easy. Who doesn't have Cindy Lauper on the iPod? What's the matter with you? All right, Where let's. Um, we have to uh, finish up a little early today, so uh, we have our buddy John Fugelsang coming in soon. So let's move on to the halfway point, which is the television portion of the show. So yeah, let's do our little television theme music. Don't you love it? Happy October, everybody. Dave Jessica with you. It's going to be an unbelievable rocktober, or cocktober, as we like to call it sometimes. <laughs> We're here with uh, Kim Prudham and uh, Jack Pesson on our show. We uh, The second half of the show, we talk about television. We talk about the fall lineup and some of the fall shows. We switch it so uh, everybody can enjoy the show. So if you don't like football, as you can see, you're falling asleep and completely <laughs> bored by it. Um, you can switch to the half hour mark and then just go right to the television point. What do you think about that? I'm all for it. Oh, you're such a liar. I like to say we split this week, though, between football and roller derby. So I think yeah. we're, you know, diversifying. Yeah, and again, uh, if you are listening, the Kim is is performing, I guess, uh, 
doing a bout of the roller derby. At, it's the Red Bank Roller Vixens, and it's Saturday, October 4th at 8. Yes. Right? And that's in Aberdeen, New Jersey, and it's this, this great place called the Tab Ramos Sports Center, which I like a lot, and I like the people that run it, and I like hanging out upstairs after. Mm-hmm. And there's always a big bar, you know, drink fest afterwards. Big thing with you. I always hear that. It's always, uh, I like to hang out after. Dave, how that's was it? You know, I was hanging out after. That's what I like to do. I like to ha- I like to hang out. What am I looking for this weekend? I'm seeing. I'm going. You know, Saturdays on Saturday Night Live. I'm going to Saturday Night Live. And the, what's the best part? The party. There hang you go. After. Party after. Hey, well, what can go. I say? I mean, if the moon was here, he would say, "Hey, this, isn't this great? Hey, Stacy, isn't this great? You want some iced tea? This is some really great iced tea. I'm gonna tell you." Hey, can I just tell you something? My friend Mark Ratner really likes you. <laughs> All right. So um, I do like the party after, and I'm just, uh, again, plugging your, um, your bout. You. I'm looking for This is the last bout of the season, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of bummed because, you know, I can't even make up for it by uh, going to the next one. When do you start mm-hmm. again? Uh, probably March. March. Yeah. But it's a really fun time, and it's a, you know, really bunch of good girls, and they really get into it. And who, who are you playing this week? Atlantic Coast Roller Girls. What are some of their names? Do you know? I don't know. Because it is really classic. Pushy Galore, though. I mean, you can't. You can't beat that. (laughs) What's the reason, again, you can't have Lucille Ballbreaker? Oh, God. Um, It's Lucinda Block, or is the other one? No, it wasn't really about that. I mean, it was like a long time ago. It was more about this this chick in San Diego. There's all these, like, there's derby etiquette rules, and you can't have... No, I'm serious. Think about what you just said. But it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's derby etiquette, and you have to, like, if you have a name that's similar to somebody else's, you have to get permission. This woman in San Diego had a similar name. I wanted to have Lucille Ballbreaker. She was, like, Lucille Ballbuster, maybe? I don't know. <sighs> but um, she said no. What kills me, though, is that, you know, part of the reason you do that is because if you're playing somebody, you don't want to have similar names. She's out in San Diego. She plays on a bank track. <laughs> I play on flat track. And she's retired. So I'd never play her. That sounds like more complicated. But if she's than retired, right? if she's That's retired, why can't you have it now? She took Again, the name with her. Would they retired her number, like that number one that from uh, right. Feisty's thing, where they retired a number because somebody <laughs> died in a car crash. They retired number. One. That's the reason they retired the number, instead of like her being the greatest roller derby person of all time. I'm sorry, it's a little ridiculous, but um, I happen to be our next week's guest is the San Diego San Diego Padres chicken. So I'm going to ask him <laughs> yeah. if he maybe could uh, get to this woman and uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, I don't like to brag about my guest usually, but when you score the San Diego Padres chicken, which is like kind of my childhood hero as a guest, do you, or between we, him and Lee Maracas, I mean, we are scoring some of the guests. Are we going to keep the Philly fanatic on ice for the moment? For the, for the moment, uh, but I'm trying to get him and Mr. Met in the same room together. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but um, what, what's the difference between bank and flat track? Bank is, um, it's banked. It's curved. Oh, yeah. right. That seems like more fun. Why don't you yeah. do that? Because it's so expensive. Where are you going to get a bank track from? I'll get you one. You know? Okay, if you, fine, great. Fine. But yeah, <laughs> some of those players aren't ready for bank track. There's a lot. We would learn. I might not be ready yet, but we, we I could figure it out. You're ready. You're the best one on the team now, I'm finally. Not the best finally. I'm not, but, um, yeah, we could work it out. Last last week, you won, you won the jammer, right? The MVP. Yeah, it was MVP. I know uh-huh. some of the terms. Look at you. <laughs> she won MVP. You've you are the announcer, announcer for right? A year. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I always bring somebody else with me to, um, you know, to do some of the terms and stuff. That's like Harry Carey going, uh, "Hello, and uh, we got balls and strikes here today." <laughs> but anyway, did you? Um, by the way, did you see uh, Once Upon a Time? Yes, I did. Your thoughts. 
So um, I was initially, okay, I'll tell you this. I hate Frozen, first of all. Me too. Um, I didn't mind. They didn't like intersect too much this week. But why? It's a gross money grab, in my opinion, because we just went from a story last season that was two sisters, and now we're going into a new story with new characters that's again sisters. Two sisters, excellent point. I finally watched the movie Frozen because apparently it was a puppet I knew they were going to cover it. If I hadn't watched that movie, I would have no idea what was going on. How would you? I didn't know that the reindeer was going to do a double take. <laughs> and I had no, I mean, that was, I was like, what the hell is this? But I, you know, I saw the movie, so I kind of get it, but. Quite frankly, the reindeer doing the double take made me laugh out loud. The song stuck in my head at the end of that was not the Let It Snow. It was the Do You Want to Build a Snowman song. Oh. the one stuck in well, my head. Well, it's a bad movie. I don't think it's that great. Terrible film. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, don't, I like movies like that, but this one wasn't working mm. Anything that comes out with a sing-along version while it's still in theaters and it's regular version is not like a good story film. Excellent point. That's why I saw that ABBA movie in the sing-along and the regular version. Anyway... <laughs> You know, we're obsessed with uh, the mysteries of Laura, as you know. Yes. I watched the second episode. It was uh, not as bad as the first one. Okay. But uh, as uh, you may or may not know, I wrote the article for the Huffington Post, and there was a... Oh, I read it, Dave. I read it early and often. Well, there was an outrage by uh, housewives. Uh, I don't know. Like, I finally got comments. Like, I never get any comments. (laughs) But finally, there was an outrage. Like, you suck. It's a comedy jerk off. You don't know it's a comedy? And I'm like, no, I didn't know it was a comedy. Uh, Because last week, I'm sorry, the comedy, um, she met with a woman who was abused by this uh, rapist. And it was seemed pretty goddamn serious to me uh, where she was just like, and then he hit me. So I, I just figured I'd let him do, have his way with me. And then, you know, and then she's like, you know, oh, my kids are peeing on themselves. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm. Failing to see the comedy. That did it for me, the the kids pissing on each other. I told you. But it wasn't a bit, but I have the ratings here, and it completely dropped, you know, from... Ooh, what's the week uh, one to two? What happened? Last last week, it followed America's Got Talent, and it was number 11. So that's coming off the the AGT finale. And this week, it went down to number 21. Ooh. That's a pretty bad drop, but it's so obvious. I mean... Just those housewives are the only ones that seem to like it, and I, 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 I get it, I guess. I don't know what they're seeing in it, but I guess if you are looking at it as a comedy, but it seemed like last week, if you have that scene where, you know, she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I let this guy rape me because I thought it was the best it's thing not to the, do. It's not the story. I know I what know. it is. <laughs> what it's is Deborah it? Messing. Well, she is good. That's the power. That's the power. That's who they're drawing in. And she clearly has something in her contract that says, I have to dress up hot once a week if I'm going to be dressed like a slob every week. So and this I'm not going to run. If you take any shots of me in the park, I'm clearly. not running. This, well, you didn't see this week's episode. This no, week she went undercover in a dating service. Oh. Yeah, so she had to dress up hot and seduce some guy. And then, and then he uh, hit her with a trophy. Like a gold trophy, hit her in the head. What do you have, an Oscar lying around? And uh, yeah, something like that. And he hit her in the in the head, and she passed out. And then the next scene, she was uh, com- no no scratches, no nothing. It's completely that is fine. terrific continuity. It's good stuff. Is what you're telling it's me good about stuff. right here. But I um, have to. I'm going to tell you one show here. Yeah. Uh, I just have to bring it up. I want to see. Maybe I don't know if you have it on your ratings here, but I finally deleted something off my DVR that I just couldn't watch anymore. What's that? Sleepy Hollow. Oh uh, well, yeah, it's doing horribly. It's I, just it's a. Uh, it non-stop dropping. Talk about jumping yeah. the gun when yeah, they, they really uh, made a mistake. When they re-upped that after what one episode last season. <laughs> yeah, they've made it. Now, Madam Secretary apparently kicked ass. Uh, everyone really? loves it apparently. Yeah. yeah. Well, we knew that was going. We said that would. We get, did. Yeah, we we predicted that was going to pretty pretty be you know be, be good. Scorpion. 
is doing really well. And we liked it. I, I yeah. did. I liked it. I thought it was a the second episode. Was a I, I, this, oh, I didn't see that yet. Oh, you should watch it. It was good. I, I'm curious. So next week, question for next week. I want your feelings on Catherine McPhee's role on Scorpion. I think she's hot and whatever she does is fine with me. <laughs> I just like because she's a, she's a really good singer. So I got I like that. You know I like I like Adina Menzel. I don't care what she does. I don't I like those girls that are really that we know they're really good singers and they're not uh, just lip syncing. Fair enough. I, you know, we know this girl can sing. She went through the ringer and American Idol just like Carrie Underwood. Do I care for Carrie Underwood's music? No. But we know she's but really good. But the girl good. can sing for Christ's sake. <laughs> she's good and she's ridiculously hot. But um yeah, Madam Secretary is doing really good. And did you see The Simpsons Family Guy? Yes, I did. Uh, what did you think of that? Um, apart from the incredibly excessively long fighting sequence between Homer and Peter. <laughs> yeah, I know. The which fight, was yeah. way too long. Um, I thought it was a successful uh, crossover. Kim, did you see it? I did not. What? I know, I know. I was working. Don't give me that look. Look, she had a track to... Jack, don't, don't say anything. Let's just let her stew. <laughs> Trying to keep quiet, so. All right, let's look at the. Uh, we last week we skipped because we were so concentrated on the mystery yes. floor. We didn't go through the Wednesday lineup. Well, you were concentrated on Irene's boobs, but then that's we... true too. <laughs> now Wednesday, I got a whole bunch of thoughts on this, so I hey. All right, now look. I saw a show I love. Here we go on ABC Ooh. at eight o'clock. This is what we do. We go through, we go mm -hmm. through the whole week. We've done Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Oh, mm -hmm. by the way, yesterday I saw Selfie. Oh, oh God. how was that? Got how good was it? Good That's reviews. going nowhere. Good reviews. It got good how reviews. How is that possible? I watched it. It's horrid. We got to go blame on David Hinckley at the New York Daily News. Oh, I don't know. Didn't seem really good. I can't imagine there would be. I, it's got to drop no. off. I mean, I like all the people in it and stuff, but it just wasn't working. I don't know. So at the beginning, she. That's um, what John chose in that one, right? Yeah, yeah. He's okay. And then, uh, you know, it's better when he's with Kumar, but whatever. <laughs> but um, the first scene, she finds out this guy she's been dating has, is married, and mm -hmm. then she throws up in a bunch of bags, like a, a lot of throw up. And then she's walking to throw the bags out, and they all fall on the floor in the plane, and it's disgusting. Yeah. So that kind of turned me off a little bit, but just a little bit, though. She's still really hot. But I can't understand what she's saying. I know she's speaking. You know, the problem I have, she's Scottish, and she's talking English, and I still can't understand a word she's saying. American English? Yeah, American, well, whatever it no, is. I mean, she's I, not I'm doing it. I get confused. I don't know whether it's because I'm expecting her to speak Scottish <laughs> or, or whatever, but I'm, I don't like it. You know you know how angry I'm getting about this. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to do that uh, Charlie Chan thing. Well, Nobody's yeah. going to have a problem with it. As a guy living in New York City, it's understandable that you get a little uncomfortable around accents. I mean, you don't hear them too often. <laughs> yeah. Now listen. Listen, uh, Dave. Go ahead. All right. Go listen, ahead. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. All right. So ABC, right? They're going to go with uh, The Middle. Season six of The Middle. Can you imagine? I've never even seen an episode of that. Either have I. For uh, like three mm. years, I thought it was some sort of send-off of Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Now, I thought it was. <laughs> this week... Um, that after at eight thirty, they're moving the the Goldbergs, season two of the Goldberg. Now, last year, they had a show called that they were going to been heralded called Back in the Game. Oh yeah, with Sonny Corleone. That's right. Oh, that's right. Right. The series follows Terry, a former All Star softball player whose promising career came crashing down after she had a son, lost her college scholarship, and dumped her loser husband. And her estranged father, a once promising athlete whose glory days were not as glorious because his career was cut short, and has become a beer guzzling, self opinionated couch potato. That is the premise to Back in the Game. And then, uh, Jack, tell us what happened with Back in the Game. Back in the Game aired from September 25th, 2013 to December 11th, 2013 on ABC. 
On November 1st, 2013, ABC announced it was canceling Back in the Game. Following its 10th aired episode, ABC pulled the series from its schedule and left three episodes unaired. Sonny Corleone was never heard from again. Oh. Oh, that's too low. We had to, we had, we had the line from the guy. It'll come up. <laughs> they shot Sonny on the causeway. There we go. That Thank you, David. I just do it myself. Pretty much. <laughs> I want, I want no acts of vengeance. This war stops now. I want you to make a call, arrange a meeting for the heads of the five families. This is my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that Undertaker in the. Uh, I call the Undertaker. We need him. That guy's such a dick. Remember, um, you know, Brando hooks him up at the beginning. You know, he's the guy that's that comes right. in for the very first line. I, I love America. You know, and, and he hooks him up. He goes, you don't even care to call me Godfather. He, he asked me for my wife and I for a cup of coffee. I said, and he goes, I did not want to get into trouble. <laughs> guy's such a dickhead. He's going in there. And he's still a dick. And he's like, he's like, be my friend, Godfather. Like, he's such a dick. He's like, All right, I'll, I'll take this on my uh, my daughter's wedding day. I'll do this favor for you. We're not murderers, like I said. So then he calls the the Undertaker guy because he actually says you owe your daughter service, and we need. He has no doubt you were paid, which I don't think is necessary to say. I think if I get that call, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever he needs, whatever he needs. And then he goes and sees him, and you know, because he's gonna he's asking him to do the the burial thing, and um, and he goes, <laughs> I have to present. Um, oh, okay, and um. Well, I'm thrown off now, so it's okay. <laughs> I, just, I got a note, so I got confused. If you but, give Dave um, a note while he's reading, it will just throw the whole show off the rails. That's all right. Um, all right, so let's go to 9 o'clock, which Modern Family is on, which uh, they haven't made anything. And then they um, have a new show called Blackish. Now they, they got a fan at this table. I thought it was okay, too, and it did really well in the ratings. Did it? Well, now, yes. but that's the Modern Family lead, and I want to see if it holds. Um... So, what is it here? It's, it's a, it doesn't say what it's about, but it's kind of like a, <laughs> well, like a, it's, uh, it's it's like a modern day Cosby, I guess, in a way. Yeah, in a sense, it's Anthony Anderson who's been. I around thought it was okay. I think we had it going. Um, oh, that'll a full season. That'll that'll stick for a season. It's essentially like modern black family, essentially, and the whole thing is black dash ish. Yeah, I have it going a full season. It's Anthony, prediction, which you can see on what? On www.davejuskow.blogspot.com. Now that, um, they replaced a show that they had last, the two shows that, that couldn't make it on uh, Wednesday nights at 9.30. One was called Super Fun Night. You remember this one? Well, it has a very mm. beautiful so girl that, in it. Yeah. <laughs> here's the, here's the, it's this woman... Um, Rebel. Rebel Wilson. She's oh a, yeah, the, yeah. She's funny. Like she's the, the plus size, uh, a plus size Australian. For the first, for the for Kim, what is that look? You I can't say plus size. <laughs> no, you know what that look is. <laughs> what, was, what was the look? The look it was, was really more for you. For me, nah, yeah. What yeah. I said. You're a troublemaker. That's why. Because yeah, you're like, oh, the pretty girl. See, oh, that was for that. Don't was do for that a, in front of somebody like her. You're crazy. <laughs> She's gonna. She's a roller derby girl number one. She's a reporter number two, and you're in big trouble, Mister. <laughs> Can you believe he did that about that Look, fat girl? I used to work. At the I mean, New the plus York size girl. Post, and this is the type of stuff I was talking. This is yeah. the plot of Super Fun Night. For the past thirteen years, three single ladies, three big single ladies, have set. Sorry, Kim. Set aside every Friday night as Friday Fun Night. That is until one of the women <laughs> decides it's time to take the party to the next level after befriending a fellow attorney. How is that a premise? 
It's not? Like, yeah. And it kind of led to this. Super Fun Night aired from October 2nd, 2013 <laughs> to February 19th, 2014 on ABC. The series aired in the 9.30 p.m. slot after Modern Family. The series starred and was created by Rebel Wilson. On May 9th, 2014, ABC canceled Super Fun Night after only one season. Super Fun Night turned out to be not such a fun night after all. The Portly Star was never heard from again. It's sad. Portly's okay, right? What's better? That's what they use for Portly um, or uh, heavy? Who's the so. guy that? Uh, who's the guy that? Do we really want to get into this? No. <laughs> Do you want me to give you an education on feminism oh, no, right I, now? <laughs> I, I was raised by women. I'm just okay. I'm just making good radio right now. Who's I the know. guy, the Portly fellow that uh, did the perfect game for the Yankees? Uh, David Wells. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when he was pitching that perfect game, and uh, you know Michael K is just going. And the Portly, they kept coming up with new names for fat, like the Portly. <laughs> It grossly, you know, much. Uh, David Wells is about to pitch. Uh, they just kept coming up with new. Rem- the lasagna eating. Yeah, they were. Like, it, was, it turned into like the lasagna eating, yeah. gout having yeah. David Wells tossing <laughs> a perfect game. I know. It's like if he watches that back, he's like, "Hey, thought <laughs> you guys are my friends." <laughs> yeah, clearly not. There was another show they replaced it with called Mixology. I've never even heard of this yeah. one of you. Exactly. No. Isn't it fascinating? It made me want to mix up a drink and not watch this show. Shut up. Um, the series takes place all over the course of one night at a Manhattan bar called Mix. It's not even... The series boring. takes place yeah. all over the course of one night. Yeah. Where five women and five men meet up for more than just a casual conversation and a drink. Each episode follows two or three characters as they meet each other for the first time and from there determine the outcome in the finale, which is the end of the night. Mixology premiered on February 26th, 2014. On May 8th, 2014, ABC canceled Mixology after only one season. Mixology needed a shot of something that it never received from the viewing public and was never heard from again. There it is. It's sad. It's like an obit. Anyway, season three of Nashville starts uh, tonight at 10 p.m. I actually watch that show because I find uh, What's-Her-Face very attractive. Ever since she was underage, Heroes, right? yeah. My heroes, yeah. She's of age now, right? I think she kind is Kind of now. reminds me of Carrie Underwood, which I guess is the gag of the show. So, <laughs> so CBS on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock has uh, their 29th season of Survivor. Oh, my God. You believe that? San Juan del Sur. Yeah, I couldn't even pronounce that. Thank you. And then they cut to season 10 of Criminal Minds because yeah, it's it very a... important to not have any new you know, shows whatsoever. And then they have this show, which I believe will get four episodes tops. Tops, because it got one star in the Daily News today, and this is going to be two straight seasons because we talked about hostages last Dylan year. Dylan McDermott. Dylan yeah. McDermott. It's called Stalker. And I mean, it's uh, it, Stoker, it's it, it's about detectives who investigate stalking incidents, including voyeurism, cyber harassment, and romantic fixation, for the threat assessment unit of the LAPD. I mean, this sounds bad. And yeah, they just keep trying to come up with stuff for Dylan McDermott, and he just keeps failing because he's not that interesting. The review for Stalker said that it basically felt like you were being stalked while you were watching it. Apparently women don't like that. Apparently not. Kim, your thoughts? Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> That's on the Lifetime so, Network? No, okay, no. We'll see if it was on the Lifetime Network, <laughs> then you have a chance. But what did I give that? Uh, yeah, four episodes. I stick by my uh, decision. Now, the CW, as you know, has, has uh, Arrow, which I watch, and that's coming up uh, on season three. Then it's got this show called The 100, which I never watched, which is season two. Looks cool. And Fox, now they have something interesting. Now, first, they're opening with uh, Hell's Kitchen. 
This isn't Coco Lakey. I wanted Mulligatoni. Season 13. Season 13 (laughs) of him yelling at Americans. But they have a new show called Red Band Society. Have you seen anything about this? Yeah. The concept made me really depressed. Yeah, it's going to depress everybody, so there's no way. (laughs) It's just too depressing. It's, uh, let's see, based on the Catalan drama series. What is it? Catalan? What is that? Catalan? I don't know. They, you know, they basically say like the Lore of Mysteries of Lords, that Spanish series. You know, they, they find, I don't know where they're finding these countries. Is that like Catalonia? I don't know. Is? I think it's like Kathleen Turner. Uh, the series is a dramedy oh, focused on a group of teenagers living together as patients in a hospital's pediatric ward. Oh, Canceled. How depre- that's the most depressing thing I've ever heard. It's like Patch Adams in the musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not a good plan. This is, uh, I mean, I can. I... So wait, so just for the record here, they go from Hell's Kitchen into Red Band Society into depressing local news. I mean, that's yeah. quite a trouble. Yeah, that's uh, better. Fox is in big trouble for Wednesday nights. <laughs> I am giving that episode seven episodes because I think like Fox will be like, well, let's not pull it yet. I mean, it deals with the pediatric <laughs> ward. Right. We got to wait till the lab. kids uh, die. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, NBC, as we all know, the Mysteries of Laura. Woo! <laughs> uh, that, I'm taping it again tonight because I'm obviously obsessed. I'm. Uh, See, and it's because of that obsession, guys like you, that show's going to last the whole season and get picked up again. I mean, it's mm. possible people are watching. Well, I know my friend Lawrence said he was watching it because I've been talking about it so much. So he wanted to see what the fascination <laughs> is. So now, you know, I don't know. Now it's uh, maybe I've, I've made a horrible decision. Uh, but it is, you know, it is doing poorly it's not you know just because those housewives are mad at me and i guess that's <laughs> to seem like they were housewives i'm sorry maybe they're not but i mean they're just so angry about it who gets that angry about something like that i do it's have a to, comedy it was pretty it was pretty impressive when uh dave told me that to go look at his huffington post article which i do mm-hmm. every week but to see you know he might have a couple of comments week to week there were 47 comments <laughs> yeah, on really this story what? yeah if wow. you pl- on huff post too not even on our blog just uh now Last year, NBC had the show Growing Up Fisher. Now, that show um, was great. The bl- yeah, the guy, uh, the amazing guy from the Spider-Man. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, who's awesome. Mm-hmm. Who also you know, played a uh, Nazi on Oz. Oh, is that right? Yes. It's the family of an 11-year-old begins to function after the divorce of a blind father and lawyer and mother. The series follows everyday situations the family goes through, often involving Henry's sister Katie, and normal situations the parents handle, usually in a comical way. On January 10th, 2014, NBC announced that Growing Up Fisher would premiere following the 2014 Olympics on Sunday, February 23rd, 2014 at 10.30 p.m. That's the greatest thing that can happen. And then move to its regular time slot on Tuesday, March 4th at 9.30 following About a Boy. Which is a hit. On May 9th, 2014, NBC canceled Growing Up Fisher after one season. Jenna Elfman was never seen again. Until this year, when she begins judging Dancing with the Stars. Hey, now. <laughs> I love it. I don't know why. And then, um, let's see. The NBC's got nothing new after the... You know, they're, pre- they're putting the, NBC, the Mysteries of Lore with a, a, a three-hour block of women in police force or fire. Oh, you're or, right. Or something like that. Yeah. So it's Law and Order. Who's the... We're, Mariska Hargitay. And then some girl from Chicago PD. And they have is them that a, that's a, a female-centered? Thing. I guess it's yeah. a, it's a, that, that's the offshoot of Chicago Fire. Now, last year, instead of the Chicago PD, they had 
the most heralded show, <laughs> kind of like the Mysteries of Laura. They went with a remake of Ironside, which quite frankly wasn't that good when it was first out. And they were using the, the very sexy uh, Blair Underwood, I oh, believe a beautiful it was, man, right? yeah. The plot of the show revolves around a tough, oh, sexy, oh, but acerbic police detective using a wheelchair after a shooting who is hardly limited by his disability as he pushes and prods his hand-picked team to solve the most difficult cases in the city. Ironside debuted on October 2nd, 2013 and was canceled on October 18th after only three episodes had aired. NBC never recovered and the network was never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really bad for them. And that was... Uh, they On get, the positive yeah, side, episodes. Blair Underwood took home seven figures and didn't have to do the rest of Ironside. Why do you got to bring that up? <laughs> Why do you got to depress us? I make a lot of money doing this show. I don't know whether you know, Kim. I don't know if that attracts you at all But um, in our little world here. But uh, I don't know. So tonight, uh, you know, I got to, you know, go out and watch the mysteries of Laura. <clears throat> And um, because I have a problem and uh, then I'm going to watch the, uh, you know, I know I, I tried to watch everything so I can talk about it, but it's, there's so much to watch, but I'm trying to keep up and I'm watching a lot of stuff that I would normally never watch. Me too. Because, you know, we like to talk about it on the show and stuff and see all the nonsense. I would never have watched Selfie if I wasn't doing this show. I tried. I uh. like, uh, you know, I like Scott Bakula, who we've talked about. Scott Bayo? So Scott, do I. Scott Bakula. Oh, and Bakula. I tried he's to, good too. I've never watched NCIS. I watched the like opening scene of NCIS New Orleans and got about two and a half minutes in. Got, well, I, got I, bored. I, that's good. I think that really did well though you know i mean i, I th oh it'll do great yeah of course it is i just i'm yeah. not oh look like, it was like number five yeah, yeah number see? five i mean it's really the big bang theory still kicks ass that's like that the two episodes they had at the season premiere were number three for the week you know it beat you know football is number one and then wow. the regular ncis Jesus. big bang theory ncis new orleans wow. football football and then how to get away with murder which we're talking about um next week for thursday yes what did really well it got horrible reviews but nobody seems to care it did unbelievably mm. and i had that on my dvr to watch and you erased it didn't you i did erase it <laughs> it just wasn't in the mood i don't know what happened i mean i kind of <laughs> like stuff like that like where they have uh you know people that solve cases with their students yeah i yeah. did a show like that called crusaders of science what happened? where i had um it was me and, and david cross and and uh, I would solve crimes. Or, Name dropper. Yeah. I'd, I built a teleportation device, and I would bring my students, and I'd keep leaving them on planets by accident, and, uh, and then they couldn't get back. So that was a very short-lived show. So that is our uh, show for uh, today, the first day of October, with our very special guest, um, Kim Predham. I'm pronouncing it right, right? Because yep, I'm sorry, I know your old name. And uh, Kim will be doing the roller derby October 4th, Saturday, October 4th at the Tab Ramos Center in beautiful downtown Aberdeen. So, Kim, I really, I, I want you to win, but I almost hope you don't win because I would die if I wasn't there. And then they're going to blame me and say we can't use Dave as the announcer anymore or Professor Rumbledore, which is my actual derby name. Nice. <laughs> um, but I do wish you luck, of course, as always. Thank and thank you so much for coming in. And I hope the... Uh, Derby does well. And of course, Mr. Jack Pesson, as always, thank you so much. Of course. Remember, sir. next week, uh, my guest will be the San Diego Padre Chicken. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time on The Spread with Dave Jessica.